guessed it, it's time for another episode of Old Fashioned Working Whiskey, an old-fashioned podcast brought to you by a couple old-fashioned guys discussing great drinks and old-fashioned work ethics. I'm your host, Jason Courtney, as always in studio, our chief engineer, Mr. Olin Hyde. Yeah, it's nice and cool today. Man, this brief fall stint here in Florida is going fantastic. I don't know. What, what counts as brief? Because we've had almost a week's worth. Yeah, but next week it's going to be 77 again, so <laughs> it's like not really fall. Like you get glimpses of fall and then back to hot. And so hopefully hopefully by Thanksgiving it'll be cool permanently. Sorry, I just so cheated. You did. <laughs> <laughs> he was so thirsty he had to try some early. But uh, <laughs> we are drinking the Wild Turkey Rare Breed Barrel Proof. So this is uh, a pretty stout 116.8 barrel proof. Right? That's, mm-hmm. uh, oh man, they don't even have the, uh, oh, there it is. It's 58.4%. I was like, I don't know that I can do math on 116.8. That's, that's a little convoluted for me. We so, can. so 58.4% alcohol by volume. That's, uh, that's it's, one of the higher ones up there that we've had. Yeah. I don't think it's the highest, but it's up there. And then we, uh, we did it with the, uh, run amok cocktail syrup. So, yeah, and I have to tell you for which FYI we didn't refrigerate, refrigerate that one. one. Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna probably have to throw that out. But uh, cheers, buddy. Let's uh, enjoy. Man, it's very nice. That is perfect. It's you would not sweet. guess one hundred and sixteen proof or whatever it is. It's sweet and spicy, but smooth on the way down, right? So it's not like I'm not trying to light the ma- the mic on fire with my fire breath like I do after some of those higher proof. Yeah. It's smooth on the way down, but you feel the spice come in, right? You got the sweet up front with the run amok, and then you've got the spice from the wild turkey. That's, man. Some really nice legs there from the run amok, I, I, I assume. Mm-hmm. That is, man, that might be up there with one of my favorite blends we've done so far. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, before I drink another one and another one and another one, let's start talking about what our topic is today, which is frustration versus delegation. Delegation. That's right. I mean, they're not, you you can have one and the other. It's not one or the other, right? You can still have both. But what I have found, at least in the six years we've been in business, is that the more I delegate, most often the less frustrated I get. Now I will say there are some frustrations that come from delegation when it's not executed. But I think everyone, as they first begin to delegate has frustrations because it's part of the learning process of how to do it well. Right. You know, so there's just some built in frustration if you're new to the idea of delegation yeah, and like so I've I've got some I did some show notes for you, right? So I've you did. got some bullet points for us on how to delegate, right? Cuz delegation doesn't just mean, "Hey, Olin, I don't feel like handling this anymore. Go go do it." Right? Like that's not yeah. effective delegation. Effective delegation starts with clearly communicating the desired outcome. Right? So if I hand you a task, the 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 task completion has to be identified as well. 
I can't just tell you, hey, Olin, go do this and you do it forever. I have to say, hey, Olin, here is what I want. Here is what I expect the accomplishment to be, right? Here's the outcome that I'm seeking. I can't say, hey, Olin, go do sales. I'm I'm delegating sales to you because that's an endless, never understanding process Right now I can say, hey, Olin, go do sales. We need to be hitting on average $3,600 a quarter, right? And then you know what the expectation is. Similarly, you couldn't have just said, hey, I want to set up a podcast studio without any further direction of what that looks like, what constraints are, what budgets are, like. Which is one of the things that we learned from our same page, right? Because I originally, I was not a great delegator. I still probably struggle from time to time. But at first, I probably would have said, hey, I want a podcast studio. And you would have been like, well, I don't. And I'm, you know, we both had drastic different things. You built a nice table that ended up being too loud. So we moved it to our kitchen. And it's been a I great break room table. Right. And I was thinking nice, comfy chairs, which we now enjoy the we heck do. out of. You know, I was thinking all of the stuff that we have in here, the art, the pad foaming, the uh, urban bourbon cabinet. cabinet. Yeah. With our cigars, you know, I had that vision, but until I was able to say, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. You wouldn't have been able to execute properly. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And so the, another thing that we have to do besides clearly communicating the outcome is we have to help them understand what issues they're going to face. Right. Like, we knew in this office there were going to be a few issues because we had an exterior facing door. It's in a metal building. It's right next by the railroad track, <laughs> right next to a railroad track, right next to the door ringer for the front door. Like there were several obstacles that you were going to have to face when implementing this yeah, podcast what, that you, you needed to know you had to take care of. Yeah. What, how, what are the appropriate ways to overcome those issues? Is it come back to you for further direction or do you try to head those off at the pass which is the next point which is the the authority right you have to have the authority to go in <laughs> oh wow this is a strong sip huh <laughs> sorry it was good <laughs> so you have to have the authority to be able to handle the situation you have to be able to own that responsibility and make the decision right i can't be upset with you if you say hey here's what i did if i gave you that authority yeah if you said just figure that part out on your own right you, and that's I think that's where a lot of people's frustrations come from when it comes to delegation is, you know, there is a good chunk of population out there that are perfectionists. And if someone doesn't do it exactly the way you felt like it should have been done, then you get frustrated through that. And it's like, well, no, you told them this was the, you clearly communicated the outcome. Did Was that achieved? Yes or no? Yeah. And that's, so that's my final point on the, how to delegate is focus on the results rather than how they got it done. Right? Like, if you would have done it a little differently, as long as the result that you wanted was achieved in budget, then don't worry about it. Whether they went to Badcocks or Ashley Furniture or Amazon or Wayfair shouldn't matter, right? Just because you would have done it a different way doesn't mean that it's the wrong way or the right way. It just means it was the way they got it done in budget with your desired outcome. Exactly. And we've also gotten a lot better when we talk about the outcomes, the potential issues, but also constraints where even like the podcast room, it's like, okay, well, when do you want that set up by what's the deadline? Because that was also a frustration previously of you would delegate something. And then it was, I would get frustrated because it wasn't getting done. 
when I wanted it, but I never said, Hey, this is when I want it done by. Yeah. So it was that learning curve of you have to give a deadline. And then equally I was like, okay, well, what's the budget? Yeah. How much can I spend on this? And because that was, I guess a frustration on my end, right? Cause it was like, well, how am I supposed to get this done? Like, I don't know. Can I spend money? Am I not supposed to spend money? But we've learned how to delegate now and we do that with others. Right. And so that's helped with some of the frustration. Now, the other, the other flip side of this is the frustration of things still don't get done properly. Right. Even though we delegated and assisted in all these ways that we just talked about, it still doesn't get executed on. And we experienced that this week ourselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a major failure in delegation of responsibility. No, it was delegated. Well, uh, yeah. Well, it, you're it, correct. The execution. That statement was not correct <laughs> uh, in the sense that we effectively delegated <laughs> it. was not effectively uh, executed on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have uh, six company vehicles, I think, and we can find proof of two of them having oil changes in the last six months. And yeah. now we've got a car at the shop with a uh, busted turbo. turbocharger and an intercooler and sludge in the uh, engine, which indicates that the oil hasn't been changed in the last, I don't know, 18,000 miles, I think is what we figured out. And we've literally built forms and... We, I know we went and spent money on these stinking green clipboards so that we could keep them in the vehicle because that was going to help us keep track of them. And I'm being really condescending right now because I'm still frustrated by it because it's going to come out of our pocket at a cost of about four grand yeah. if the engine's fine. If the engine's blown or blows in the next several months because of this. You know, 15, 20,000 on top of that. Yeah. On a vehicle that we just got a year ago. Yeah. So frustration came because of unexecuted delegation. So you have to follow up, right? And that that comes all the way back up to you and yep. to Caleb. And we discussed that yesterday. Like once you delegate, it's trust but verify, right? Yeah. And then it, it's similar, right? I mean, I owned it. And I was like, you know, because someone in the office was like, well, I mean, you're in charge of that. I was like, you're right. Yeah. And I did not follow up on it. And I was like, however, there's a whole host of team. Yeah. That, Between me and that, that should have, yeah, yeah should have had your back. There was a whole uh, systematic failure here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like uh, It wasn't just one person. It was a whole group of, of failures that happened that really caused the frustration. And I think that's the, the most frustrating part. It wasn't like something just slipped through the cracks for one person. Right. And this wasn't the first time we'd experienced uh, we put the system in vehicles. place because we had this problem and didn't resolve it. Yeah. Just further proof guys that we're still practicing what we preach, right? We're not, we're not <laughs> talking to you guys and talking down because we have the perfect company that never fails. Once again, we reserve the right to fail, but we also have to reserve the right to get better and not repeat the same failures. And that's going to be, you know, you and I talked yesterday, we're going to have a Jason. Jason doesn't go hellfire and brimstone very often. He is a very laid back. I get frustrated and I'll be like, Hey, this frustrates me, but it's very calm. Like I'm, I'm going to go in there and I'm a government (laughs) official told us you're the nicest mad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The nicest man, but I'm going to go in there and show my hiney on Tuesday just so they get the point of, Oh, like, cause it's a huge deal. Yeah. This is not a, Oh, we messed up. We got to get better at this. This is a, 
hey, the next time this happens, somebody's head is rolling. Like yeah. this is that unacceptable because it's it's one of those things. We have a system. We have a process. It's just not getting followed. It got delegated, but didn't get executed. And so for us, we're looking at like, okay, well, who did we delegate it to? Right. And we know what group of people, but why, why would we delegate, delegate it to them? Was, were they not able to handle it? Why didn't it get accomplished? So we look at, you know, who to delegate and when to delegate. And it's, does somebody else have the ability to perform this task? And yes, everybody there has access to a company credit card. They can take the, the vehicle and go get the oil changed at a quickie lube, jiffy yeah. lube. Any, oil changes are real easy. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere, you know, you, they have the ability to do that. Is it necessary for me to do it? No. So then we can delegate it. And that's where we have delegated that task down. You know, is the task recurring? Yes. Like this has to happen every 5,000 miles. You know, it's, yeah. it's not a, Maybe we can get 10 right now on my personal vehicle. I will own that. I don't. I, you're saying there may be some sludge in your vehicle. I wouldn't be shocked, but <laughs> it's my vehicle. Yeah. I'm going to pay for that. And it's my mistake right now. A company vehicle, it's owned by the company. And I, and you, you'll probably chuckle, but like I protect the company's assets much more than I protect my well, own. And it's I would much huge, rather fail myself than fail the company. It's a huge benefit. It would be like you borrowing someone else's car and then not taking care of it. Which is what I'm going to use for them next week. Like I've already thought it out. I'm like, hey guys, think about this. What if you lent your friend a car and your friend brought back the car screwed up because they just didn't take care of it? Would you be happy or upset? Yeah. Okay. On top of that, what if you told your friend, Hey, here's my credit card. You pay for any, any yeah, put gas in it, yeah, put gas in oil it, take change, the oil change, car wash. Yeah, take care of it on my dime. And then what if you told your friend on top of it, I'm going to pay you to drive it. Like I'm going to, here's, here's extra money for you while you drive this vehicle. That's what I'm dealing with right now, guys. <laughs> I've bought the vehicle. I'm paying for the gas and the oil changes. I'm paying you to help take care of it and we can't get it done. Yeah. Right. So we have, we have to look at, you know, well, did we, do we have enough time to delegate it properly? Yeah. We trained on it for probably three months. You know I mean? We, like I said, we went through and bought our color for office pride is green. So we bought these green enclosed clipboards so we could keep everything in there and we made new forms and i guarantee you not one of them knows where those stupid green things are now or where the forms are yeah so frustration still happens inside of delegation right but when when it gets delegated properly and executed properly it relieves a lot of your frustration i was frustrated for a long time because i had a lot of responsibilities until we were financially stable enough to bring on like the administrative assistant to do payroll and the uh, director of HR and admin now that that handles the indeed postings and does the the uh, unemployment unemployment stuff. claims. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> it's you think like, oh, it's not that but like but when you've got 200 employees, like it's it's a lot. I'm glad we have people to handle that now because used to be me like it would have been you now. Like it's 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 a lot, a lot. Payroll. And you get frustrated because there's so much coming at you at one time. But when you can delegate it down, it can get done effectively and properly, right? Like that's that that's the thing for me is efficiently we're getting things done well. Like payroll takes less time now than it used to, and it's more accurate. 
because we have somebody that focuses on that only on Monday morning. Yeah. That's a big chunk of their job. And you know, people think, Oh, payroll, that's not a big deal. It's like, well, when you got 200 employees and you're running it every week, that's a lot of, yeah, a lot of focus. Yeah, exactly. So we, you know, and, and we're working now, we're going to have to bring in a new administrative assistant who's going to have to learn some of this process and, it's delegation, but if we teach them properly, it will be executed just fine and, and work seamlessly. So that's where we are at with the delegation and the frustration, right? So frustration still happens, but if done properly with, with delegation, you can reduce your frustration and I'll be a lot more frustrated if it was still my responsibility to go get six company vehicles, oils changed. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and there's another big component that we haven't talked about that you put in the show notes and we we've mentioned Roy Vaden in the, in the past and he has procrastinated on purpose. And one of his things is talking about delegation, but he looks at it not only from maximizing productivity in the organization, but allowing you to free up your time to do things that you're more suited for that are more valuable to the company. Yeah. And one of the things he talks about in there is the time we're willing to invest in delegating the task, right? Because a lot of times we'll think like, oh, it's payroll. Like I want to show them two times and then be done with it. And he's like, well, how long does this task take you? And, you know, for us, it's probably about four hours, not like dedicated, but right, but it's four hours because we're waiting for time card changes and yeah. other adjustments to happen. So, you know, from eight to noon on payroll day, that's how long it takes. And he's like, you should be willing to invest 30 times that in training the person to effectively delegate it. Cause he was like, when you look at the long-term gain and time that you'll receive back, it's tremendous. And he uses a much more uh, realistic example of five minutes, you know, a task that you do every day for five minutes and how many mm-hmm. hours you get back over the course of 365 days by simply delegating a five minute task. Right. And when you start looking at, payroll and you think, God, I would just want to be able to do it in two weeks. That's really not a good realistic expectation um, for effectively delegating it without frustration. And, but then you think like if I spent four weeks doing this, not just two, so double the time, not even 30 X, but I spend four weeks and make sure that they really, really have it. That's four hours every week that I get back for eternity yeah, like that's a lot of time. We read through it in the book we just finished from uh, Maxwell. Maxwell, yeah, John C. Maxwell, developing the leaders around you. Like he talked about, you know, that whole process. And for him, I don't think it was thirty times. I think he was closer to like five to eight times. Um, but exactly, you get that back, and so so many people are are not willing to teach that task, right? So let's say the task takes you five minutes but to teach it takes you 10, right? And it's going to be 10 for the next five weeks. You're like, man, that's 50 minutes. I, I, I don't have that kind of time. I can get done five minutes for over the next five weeks. That's 25 minutes. Like that's half the time I can yeah. get it done. But they're not thinking, like you said, into the future where yeah. it saves them the next four hours yeah. during the course of this year. Five minutes over 50 weeks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, whoa, well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually getting three and a half hours back. I better, I better keep this going. Yeah, it's it's huge because it's an exponential gain back in your time with something as little as a five minute task. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that's important for us. Sorry, I'm just really, really enjoying this, and now I'm trying to dig and get my cherry. and That filthy cherry. Mm, filthy cherries are heavenly. But, uh, yeah, so exactly. If we will stop and take the time and devote that time to delegating properly, training them properly, then it just takes that off of us permanently. And I think that will lower our frustration as long as it's executed on. Once again, has to be executed on in order for it to not be a frustration. Yeah, you have to. The, you know, do a quick uh, takeaway, right? It's you got to clearly communicate it. You got to identify any obstacles they might have, give them authority and responsibility, let them know what their constraints and boundaries are, and then focus on the results, not how they accomplish it. That's right. So that is our discussion about delegation versus frustration. Make sure you're delegating properly, know who to delegate to, when to delegate and how to do it properly. If you follow these tips, then you will more often than not find success in delegation. So it's been a pleasure being with you and enjoying this rare breed wild turkey. We're excited to hear from you. Reach out to us on Facebook or Gmail. You can always follow us on Spotify or Apple iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. We look forward to seeing you in the future. <laughs>